6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Decision Canada on 6.30 Chad Afternoons. Well, happy Wednesday, friends. It's 3.07. I'm Jayla Nye. This is 6.30 Ched Afternoons, and it's brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Lots to get to today. We have some big topics to talk about, including uh, back to school, masking, uh, COVID. We're going to talk about polling numbers. We're going to talk about what's happening on the campaign trail. Plus, we're going to have a little fun. I want you to get your thinking caps on a little later on in the show and we'll have some fun with that when the lead producer of this show, Chris Brentlinger Grant, joins me around 4.40 right now though. You know, back to school is really you know, it's just around the corner. Are you ready for it? Probably top of your mind if you have kids going back, maybe your maybe your grandkids. And we know over the past number of weeks, provinces across the country have outlined their back to class plans, and those plans vary widely. Masking is required in classrooms in many provinces. In Alberta, now the province has said it won't make masks mandatory, but we have seen school boards make their own decision. For example, students attending K-12 at Edmonton Public will be required to mask up in class. At Edmonton Catholic, masks are not mandated at all times. Now, some provinces have provided school boards with money to improve air quality. Others have not. There's been money some, you know, being floated around for improvements uh, to infrastructure, to the buildings in some provinces that um, uh, mainly Ontario looking to uh, upgrade the uh, the HVAC system. Now, our first guest this afternoon is Dr. Wing Lee with Support Our Students. Uh, the organization is an advocacy group that has worked to ensure the safety of students during the pandemic. Dr. Lee, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, Jaylene. All right. Uh, so really, as I mentioned, a mixed bag across the country when it comes to uh, the rules, uh, the mandates that are going to be in place, what you can, what you can't do when it comes to cohorts, times in classroom, all that sort of thing. How are you feeling right now uh, in Alberta with the kids heading back? You know, I think the feeling is a bit of unpredictability, but also we have to understand our province has done among the least amount uh, in, in terms of supporting schools. So what they really created is a patchwork of different policies, like you mentioned. But that actually makes it kind of unequal across the board. Uh, so there's that going in, considering the case is going up too. Would you have rather have seen, uh, uh, you know, the full mandate come down from the province saying, hey, you know what, we need to do this. Masking needs to be, let's say, for example, K-12 to or 3-12 to right across the country instead of letting the boards have to make the decisions? Yes, absolutely. We've been advocating for a universal provincial mandate because that gets rid of that inconsistency. You've got areas outside of Edmonton that won't have any uh, masking policies, but then down the road in Edmonton Metro, uh, you have that with the public board. So it doesn't make sense why students would not have the same protection in classrooms. Yeah, interesting as well that though the the province saying that masking will be required on buses, that seems like a random uh, throw in in there, doesn't it? Uh, Students spend way more time in classrooms than on buses. Uh, for the most part. Uh, so, yes, that was a bit of something they just threw in. 
You know, it, it was interesting. Uh, Tricia Estherbrooks, who is the chair of the Edmonton Public School Board, was on with uh, Daryl McIntyre on uh, 630 Ched Mornings today talking about back to school. And uh, and I'll, you'll hear from her coming up a little bit later on the show, but asked, you know, you know, excited. There's some trepidation as well with kids going back and was asked about, you know, is it going to look more normal? And, and she said, yeah, it is going to be more normal in the classrooms this year. Yes, there will still be masks and there will still be some rules in place, but being able to use things like lockers again and uh, being able to, you know, sports, that sort of thing. That has to be something, though, in, in all of this, Dr. Lee, that, um, you know, I, I get I get that there's some concern, but having the kids back in class, being able to be, you know, around their friends, uh, you know, one-on-one with, with teachers, that has to be seen as a very good thing for their socialization, for their mental health. Yes, absolutely. We want them back in school. We want them to stay in school, too. So we want to make sure we can insulate schools so they can maintain, you know, that bit of activity outside of their homes Mm -hmm. to engage and to develop. The issue would be, you know, last year we did see schools closed. So what factors led to those? Let's try to keep those at bay. When you, when you look across the country, and I'm sure you've been keeping track of what uh, each of the provinces are doing, you know, it, it, does one jump out at you and say, hey, you know, they're doing a really good job here, and, you know, maybe this is, you know, something that we be, should be taking a closer look at? I think that we heard a few weeks ago Ontario would be funding filtration units. Yeah. Uh, that is something that needs to get done here, for sure. We've been asking for it for a couple of years. I like the switching of understanding like surfaces is not the main concern. It's really air content of the virus Mm -hmm. as well. Our province has not directly, you know, acknowledged that and that's a problem. Now, we know that uh, we're in the middle of uh, a federal election campaign. Uh, Schooling, education falls under the provincial jurisdiction. But is there anything that you think at a federal level that that, um, that, um, the government could be doing? We did put out a letter uh, with a group of doctors before the election was called uh, asking for the federal government to directly fund school boards and bypass the province Mm -hmm. uh, with some funding for filtration, CO2 monitors, and high-quality N95 masks. So I'm not sure how that works when we're in an election period because they're in caretaker mode. Uh, but definitely other they've had to step up and other levels have had to step up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dr. Wing Lee joining me this afternoon before I let you go. What are you going to be watching for here over the next uh, next couple of weeks? We're actually going to be watching for some data coming out of the states. Um, they've been in school for a few weeks already and they've seen you know higher pediatric hospitalization. So we're going to be careful and make sure we are keeping kids safe and that the schools are you know able to get some data now that EHS is no longer supporting them. Dr. Lee, always appreciate your time. Thanks for this. Thanks for having me. Take care. Uh, Dr. Lee is the communications director for Support Our Students, which is an advocacy group that has been working to try to ensure the safety of students during the pandemic. Now, as I mentioned off the top, um, you know, while the province has said it's not going to put in a mandatory mask um, mandate in schools, uh, school boards have been making up their own minds. As I mentioned, the Edmonton Public School Board has decided to go ahead with masks in class from K to 12. 
2012. The, the Catholic Board has, uh, has said that it will not be mandating masks at all times. It will be strongly recommended in certain cases and those uh, in kindergarten to grade three. You can find out more details if you haven't checked it out already on both of the board's uh, web pages. But Tricia Estabrooks, as I mentioned, was on with Daryl McIntyre this morning, asked about back to school this year, asked, will it look more normal? Although I'd say that, you know, masks obviously are, are mandated. That was uh, a big a big news item in the last week or so for Edmonton Public and other metro school divisions as well as universities, right? Um, but you're right. Like, in some ways it's interesting because I think masks actually allow us to get back to quote-unquote normal or a little closer to normal than quicker than if we didn't have masks in place. So you're right. Like, all of a sudden we can sing in music class like that was not allowed last year under the rules of dr hinshaw um school gatherings for example field trips will slowly start easing um allowing volunteers to come into our schools so yeah things like that um locker use for example will resume um and all these sorts of details are in our back to school plan which is on the epsb.ca website and trisha esterbrooks from the edmonton public school board so uh, you heard uh, her mention universities. You heard Dr. Lee mention universities as well. And uh, the University of Alberta saying, hey, you know what? You need to be vaccinated or have a, a negative test before you come onto the grounds uh, starting as of September 